Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is the place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. If you want to know three ways that poor flexibility can ruin your health, you need to tune into this episode. Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. Uh, welcome all new listeners and welcome back to those who have heard our content in the past. Uh, so what is new? What, why are we talking about uh Poor flexibility and stretching. Uh, before I go on to the content, I always like to share uh, great updates on on what's happening to the sports performance fan family, uh, wherever you are, whether you're in uh, San Diego or Los Angeles or outside of California. Hello to everyone out there. Um, what is happening new in the world of sports performance? Well, if you've been following us online, uh, you might know that uh, we had one of our clinics recently flood our San Diego location right near the airport. Uh, it flooded during uh, some of the heavy rains uh, in California. And we are grateful to open our doors uh, today. Uh, the flood happened on Monday and uh, we are five days out and finally uh, we are able to uh, serve our wonderful community. So um, here we are today. So that's our positive. Uh, that's the good things that are, that are happening behind the scenes. We're up and running again. We're very, very grateful. So uh, yeah. So what else is new? Um, the family and, and uh, the entire team is doing fantastic. Uh, nothing uh, too crazy. Um, all right, let's go on to this podcast. All right. So uh, why are we talking about stretching and, and poor flexibility? Well, it all started with looking at, um, we were looking at um, some research on, you know, what's the benefits of, of stretching? A lot of our clients ask us, you know, what, what's so good about it? Why do I need to do it? Like, do I really need to do it? How long do I need to do it? And just purely off of conversations with our clients, we realized there's a lot of people out there who uh, really uh, want to do stretching, they're considering it, but maybe don't see the importance of it. And um, so I started doing some research and I found um, some interesting articles that I want to share with you that are very, very critical to health. And when we put these all together, most of us think like, well, it, um, stretching is, is supposed to help us do things, right? We know that. But ultimately, the more we know about stretching, we also know that poor flexibility can ruin your health, not just limit your progress, but it actually can ruin your health and life expectancy. And so let's talk about that. There are three ways it can ruin your health. Let's go right into it. So um, the first one is um, there are studies showing that if you have poor flexibility, it increase or increases your mortality rate, meaning your life expectancy. So let me let me share this, okay? Um, in a study of European Journal of Cardiology, it revealed that there's a, a easy test that we uh, now implement at sports performance called the sit to rise test. And I'll explain what that is. But when people did this test, it increases. So anybody, so the people who were studied were ages 51 to 80. And if you did this test and you scored lower, so the lower study participant scores, the more likely they were to die in the next six years. Now, that's really scary. Now, again, these were people age 51 to 80. Uh, maybe you might not see yourself in that bracket, but ultimately, 
the people they detested was 51 to 80 and they were more likely or they're, they're, they were more likely to die in the next six, six years if they uh, if they tested poorly on this. So when you see this test or explain this test, it'll make more sense to you. But if you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s uh, or just entering your 50s, it, it, it should make you think. Um, how important is this? You know, you, you might go to the gym, you live an active lifestyle, you enjoy, uh, you know, making wise, healthy decisions in your life. You know, nutrition is important. You know, um, hydration is important. You know, sleep is important. You're like, I'm doing the right things and I'm staying fit. I'm doing those things. Well, there's a lot of things that are going to happen with age. Uh, and one of those things is, is that we reduce our flexibility. We're not as mobile. It's harder to get out of the bed. It's harder to go up and down those stairs. It's harder to, you know, cross our legs when we sit down. All those things become more and more difficult to maintain. And that's all this study is showing. And so the sit to rise test, the best way I can describe this is I would want you to, there's nothing around you no chairs, you're just going to straight sit on the floor, crisscross applesauce, just like your elementary school teachers taught you. You're going to sit crisscross applesauce. And without the use of your hands, you are going to try to get up to stand. You're sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor. Nothing's around you, no arm support, no nothing. Now, if you're trying this while you listen to this podcast, just make sure you're in a safe space. I don't want you trying this when you're driving or at the gym with heavy weights around you. Sit down, crisscross applesauce, and try and stand. Now, there's going to be a lot of questions. Well, Chris, can I use my hands? Can I use my forearms? Can I use my knee? Can I use my shin? You're supposed to stand directly from a crisscross applesauce position. Now, if you have to go onto your side and use your hip, your knee, your shin, or both knees, both shins, there's a one-point reduction every body part that you use. So there's an easy scoring system on this. Five points if you can sit with without an issue, and five points if you can stand without an issue. Now, the transition is always the hardest. So if you can sit, you get five points. If you can stand, it's five points. However, if that transition, you used your hand, your shin, and your knee on your left leg or your right leg, you remove three points. Now, What's what's a good score? Anything above 7.5. The lower your score, the, the higher your risk of mortality in the next six years if you're in this age bracket now. Chris, that's a little scary. <laughs> that's a little scary. And the whole point of this is to show you the importance on, as I mentioned, you know, stretching and flexibility has been known to like, well, it can improve my workout, it can do all these other things, but how can it, limit or ruin your health. That's the most important thing that we've come across, the more research we've done to be able to help answer the questions that our clients have, you know, how often should I stretch doing those things? And we came across this study and it really um, <laughs> got all of our, all of us to raise our eyebrows and, and really question, oh my goodness, is this something that we're addressing with, with our clients? And a large portion said yes, but never to this magnitude. And so um, three ways on how flex, poor flexibility can ruin your health, that's number one. It could it could limit your, it can increase your mortality rate. 
obviously between these ages and within um, within this point scoring system. Now, uh, you can get better at the sit to stand or sit, sit to rise test. And that's the whole point. Well, what, what do I do to improve that? And um, there's a lot of things to improve, but your flexibility of your lower body, your hips, your knees, your ankles is very, very critical. And there's so many ways that you can do that. And I'll, I'll give you guys some, some things at the end and some options. Uh, so that's number one. Uh, number one, it can increase your mortality rate according to these studies. So it can provide longer, longer life expect expectancy. Uh, number two, it could keep you from reaching your fitness goals. So let me let me explain this. Say, uh, you know, whatever your age is, maybe, okay, let's put this in context. You have um, uh, a professional athlete. Maybe you're a professional athlete listening to this. And you enjoy, and you're going to the gym, you go to practice, and you compete in tournaments, or you watch the NFL, or you watch the NBA, and, and these are pro athletes, and uh, they enjoy performing at their best. Now, imagine this. You had a sprinter, a professional sprinter, Usain Bolt, one of the best sprinters of all time. And he didn't have good lower body flexibility, maybe his thighs or his hips. Imagine when somebody sprints, they have to extend their legs all the way out in front of them, all the way behind them and stretch out as far as possible. And then they just repeat. The longer their, their legs can spread out, the longer the stride, the more efficient it can be, right? So imagine if they had poor flexibility of their hips and their thighs and their knees, that means that their strides or how far they can reach are shorter, which means that they have they take a longer distance or they, they actually can't run the same distance in the same amount of time. So they take shorter strides, they have to run slower, and this creates a limit to how well they can perform. Let's take a basketball player. And if they wanted to be able to uh, jump as high as possible and their ankles or their knees weren't flexible, they weren't able to get all the way down to be able to jump up as high as possible. Uh, imagine somebody who plays tennis and they try and swing a racket, but they have poor shoulder flexibility. So they can't even get the racket as high as they need to. And they feel stuck and they can't hit the ball as hard as they possibly can. So poor flexibility can limit how well you perform either in the gym. It can limit how you perform in your fitness goals. It can perform. It limit how you can run your marathon. It can limit what you do and how high you can hike and how you can reach. And if you're a rock climber, how high you can reach with your hands. It will keep you from reaching your fitness goals and eventually have a ceiling effect for everything that you do in your fitness and, and performance routine. Now, let me put this in context and tell you a couple of stories about clients who've experienced this. And this is the, the cycle that we see. We see clients who have come in saying, you know, my shoulder has been flexible, but I really haven't paid attention to it. And we really dive into it. They say, well, it's been a problem for many, many years. And so I just ignored it. And instead of doing tennis, I moved on and I did pickleball and that bothered it too so i didn't do pickleball anymore i started being a runner i i didn't do running um, because my ankles were stiff or my hips were stiff and i couldn't really run faster than i possibly could so i tried uh playing recreational softball whatever it may be let me tell you the story that happens when people have limitations to their flexibility 
and it limits their progress and it provides a ceiling effect. A lot of these individuals, and you probably find yourself in this, in that you try and you, you adapt, you, you create a new uh, goal, a new target for you to enjoy. You love going to uh, the gym, you, you're running your first marathon, you're playing your first basketball tournament, whatever it is, and you get really motivated, you get excited, right? Everything you, you thought about, you've been researching, you're like, this is my next sport, this is the next thing I want to try, the next competition, whatever it is. And you try it and you're limited by your flexibility. You just can't do it. You try CrossFit, Orange Theory, F45, whatever your your hobbies are. Maybe your hips are stiff and they can't get you all the way to the positions and you can't uh, you can't enjoy that moment with your friends or your community like everyone else can. They're doing great. They're doing better than you and you feel frustrated. So what happens is you, you give up. You're like, this is not for me. Maybe I'll try something else. Maybe this is not the workout of my choice. This is not where I thrive. So you give up. And you move on to the next thing and you go to the different gym and you try a different sport and you look for the next challenge. And wherever you go, there you are. It's the same you, the same stiffness, the same flexibility. So when you keep looking, if you find yourself getting stuck, not great at that, and you're looking for that next challenge and you get stuck at that and you end up in this never ending wheel of frustration. And because of that, you always blame it on, well, it's not the sport. Well, maybe it's not this. And you eventually come down to, maybe I'm just not good at being an athlete or I'm, I'm not good at this competition. And the reality is you're just not addressing the root of the problem, which is your flexibility or your ability to you know, be uh, achieve certain motions. And to us as physical therapists and healthcare providers at Sports Performance, this is, a, is an easy, uh, we call a no-brainer. These are easy solutions. And a lot of clients will put themselves in this position where, they keep searching and keep searching and and we just honestly will have a conversation and say, listen, it's just your shoulder. We can do that. It'll take you about two months. And it's just this sigh of relief that people come to that I thought I wasn't a good athlete. I thought I was just, I, I couldn't, I wasn't a good runner. Or I wasn't this. And once they get their hips opened up and their shoulders opened up, they're like, oh my goodness, I didn't never knew I can feel this good. And so, you know, the, the number one point I wanted to bring up uh, on the first bullet point was it can limit your life expectancy according to these studies. And, and that's a that's a big deal, right? That's our that's our livelihood. That's everything else. But also it can provide a ceiling effect and li limit you from reaching the things that you want to be able to do from a fitness standpoint. Or maybe you're super competitive or your kids are competitive and you have uh, you know, you have kids or grandkids in high school and or, or they're in club soccer, they're in college. It will limit their performance. It will limit their ability to be a starter or be the star of the, the team or the defender, the MVP, or save that one goal that would have been so important to the competition or their league. So it limits their theirs and your performance, your fitness goals, uh, and, and ultimately it limits your ability to feel your best and perform at your best all year round, whether that's your cardiovascular system or your strength or your movement or whatever it is and and ultimately be the best version of yourself and and live the best life you'll find yourself stuck and frustrated with man I, I don't seem to be good at these things <laughs> maybe I'll just stick with walking where I won't do anything at all and so you go into regression so number one point was uh increase your uh life expenses expectancy or your longevity uh the other one is um avoid limiting your fitness goals or or providing a ceiling to your performance goals uh, and the last one is is something that we talk about on a daily basis and it the 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 poor flexibility can lead to injury and that's going to definitely limit your health. It could be a meniscus tear. It can be uh, a herniated disc. It could be a torn labrum or a torn rotator cuff. Now, how does that make sense? Poor flexibility 
when you can't achieve a certain range of motion, all the other tissues have to compensate for that. And so they will push and they pull and they feel more tension. They have to override and, and take on more of a role that they're not used to. So stiffness leads to external uh, more stress in other areas and other tissues. Well, that leads to injury. Well, if you've ever been injured, the number one predictor of injury is a history of or a, a previous injury. So if you've hurt your knee one time, you're very likely to have another injury to that, that knee. It's the number one predictor of injury, a history of previous injury. So when we look at poor flexibility, poor flexibility puts more stress and strain on other tissues and it increases your risk of injury or re-injuring anything that was there. So what happens to individuals who have poor flexibility and now they're injured? Well, you, you've had this sometime in your life. You, you're on a you're on a, a you're on a roll. You're enjoying time at the gym. You've had five or six days. You're like, I'm doing fantastic. I love life. And then you get hurt, and your back hurts. And now you're now you're uh, concerned. You have a herniated disc or sciatica or a bulging disc, whatever they tell you. And what happens now? You now question. Well, should I even go to the gym? Maybe I'll just play it safe. Then you go to your physician. Or you go to the ER. They give you pain meds. And they said, don't do anything for two weeks. Follow up with your primary care. It takes you two weeks to get in your primary care. Now it's four weeks after your injury. Primary care says, oh, just take two weeks off. Now you're six weeks of losing progress. In six weeks, there's studies have been shown that within two weeks of inactivity, you can lose all the muscle mass or lose muscle mass at an exponential rate that it took you years to build. You can lose bone density. You can use muscle mass. You can lose the flexibility that you've done, basically regressing from everything that you've built. Now, here's the interesting part. It takes months to years to build strength and bone density and flexibility. It takes years, but it can only take weeks to months to lose it at even a faster rate. So it's frustrating. So poor flexibility can lead to injury or re-injury, which then puts you in a regression mode that everything you've done is now down the sink, down the toilet, because all because you didn't want to stretch, all because you didn't want to add a couple things. And so poor flexibility increases your injury risk. Uh, you can see it as a injury prevention strategy. Uh, and it allows you to have consistency in your routine without any setbacks. And you can maintain all the, the gains and the improvements that you've had from the previous weeks and months, all that hard work and, uh, you know, ultimately your goal in life is truly to live with the best health that you can have. Uh, so you can not have to worry about other chronic diseases, uh, you know, diabetes and, uh, you know, problems with your cardiovascular system, heart conditions, uh, pulmonary or lung conditions. No one wants to have those problems. And one of the best things you can do in addition to diet, nutrition, sleep, all those things is exercise regularly. Uh, the American Academy of Sports Medicine, it's referred to as ACSM, they provide information on what it takes for us to maintain a good, healthy, active lifestyle. We all know that two days of exercising is only maintenance. Three days is actually progressing. So that's fantastic from a general movement perspective. But now if you're one who's active and you want to stay active, what's one thing that you can add in is any form of stretching or flexibility. Now, uh, number one was uh, increase your, it can reduce your uh, mortality risk. Number two, it can provide a ceiling effect to your progress and your fitness goals. And it could increase your risk of injury and regressing uh, from all the goals. Those are the three ways that 
poor flexibility can ruin your health. Uh, now, here's the 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 reason I hear that most people don't enjoy stretching or they don't do it. Um, let me give you a couple of different scenarios uh, that we hear at Sports Performance. Uh, Chris, I don't have time. Well, the great part is it only takes a minimum five minutes of a warm-up and five minutes of a cool-down to reduce your risk. Uh, in terms of stretching, 15 to 20 minutes is a great piece here. Now, in an ideal world, you're putting that all together in one continuous slot. Uh, the other option is that you can do it sporadic throughout the day. Uh, that's better than doing nothing. Uh, so I don't have time. That's a big one. Uh, number two, I don't know what to do. I, I, I'm scared that I'm going to hurt myself. What should I do? How do I do it? How long do I do it? What position do I hold? Where do I put my hands? Now, that requires a little bit of support, and we have a solution for that at Sports Performance. Uh, I don't have time. We also have a solution for that. And number three is, I don't want to do it. I know how important it is. I know I can make time. I know how to do it on my own. I just don't want to do it. I'm, I don't want to use the word lazy. It's just not the the highest of my priorities. I have kids. I have grandkids. I have work. I have, uh, you know, I play in a rec league. I go to the gym. I'm just busy and I'm just wiped at the end of the day. Honestly, I don't know what to, I know what to do. I have the time. I just don't want to do it. Those are usually the three options that we hear uh, from clients and we respect that. So one of the things as we looked at this data and we looked at all these research articles and the more uh, clients that we've talked to, we worked really hard for the last three months really to, to figure out how can we help our clients um, maybe kickstart this process or um, have a better framework and outline on how to help clients um, overcome these three obstacles. How do you, uh, you know, decrease the mortality rate? How do you uh, keep them consistent in reaching their fitness goals? And how do you minimize their risk of, of injury? And so we created our stretch therapy program, our fit and flexible um, program that allows our clients uh, to attack these three things uh, and also overcoming the three biggest barriers to uh, to what people have. Um, people don't have time. Well, what we've done is we now have two options for people who um, either come in to see physical therapy or massage or performance training. We now can add on uh, a 30-minute stretch session before or after your, your sessions, anytime that you're there. Uh, you can come in for an hour session if you want to consolidate those things. Uh, and if you don't have the time, you can do them while you're there at the, at, at sports performance before or after your sessions. You can build out a one-hour slot where you know you're not going to do it, but if you were if you had an hour slot scheduled, you know you would stay accountable. And and that's why people go to you know personal trainers. That's why they go to massage therapists. That's why we go to physical therapists is because you know what you can do. You've, you've been to YouTube, you've done Google, and you just need somebody to kind of piece it all together. And that's what we've done. And now we have stretch specialists uh, who can help uh, provide this service. For those who are asking, uh, it, it won't be at all locations at the moment. We're going to start with uh, our Chula Vista location, uh, service our clients, and uh, make sure that we can help uh, as many people as possible. And we'll expand that as we continue to grow. But we wanted to make sure that this was for you. So uh, we are starting with a few clients to uh, really understand the needs and, and how we can help. So the person who doesn't have time, we've solved that with two different options, a 30-minute session add-on or a 60-minute. A total body session, whatever it is that you want. Uh, for the individual who thinks, uh, you know, I, I don't want to hurt myself. I, I don't know what to do. What what should I be doing? What should I be looking for? 
we solved that problem and we've trained our stretch specialist to be able to help uh, guide you through that process. So uh, you can also be stretched, but also learn at the same time. Here's how far you should stretch. Here's the angle you should reach for. Uh, don't hold it for too long. Don't hold it for longer than 15 seconds, whatever it is that you're looking for to be able to maximize your time so that you can do this at home. And now for the person who says, Chris, I have the time and I know what to do. I just don't want to do it. The great part is we'll do it for you. We, you don't have to think, you don't have to, to be concerned about it. Literally sit back, relax, and just get stretched. The best way I can describe this and not to, uh, to, um, uh, uh, speak poorly or badly about any other service, um, the best way you can describe this is, you know, most people consider, oh, I, if I need to get flexible, I should do some yoga. Well, the great part is, as part of our uh, stretch therapy program, our fit and flexible program, uh, we, we are um, sharing with our clients is that, don't worry, we do the yoga for you. We do the yoga for you. You don't have to do anything there, but sit, relax, and our stretch specialist will just take care of you and really be able to show you and guide you on what you need to do. So if you know what to do and you have the time, but you don't want to do it, schedule a 30-minute or a 60-minute session and just get stretched and enjoy that time. Uh, for those who need guidance, this is the perfect solution for you to kickstart you on that journey, maybe help you stay accountable for the first few months. Uh, for the person who has no time, we can help and you can do a shortened version of that and that will help you get started on your process. So uh, there you have it. Those are three ways that uh, uh, poor flexibility can ruin your health. Uh, for those of you who are interested, we've already had a lot of our clients uh, and our uh, wellness club members uh, start to introduce this and, and are already giving us great feedback. They love it. They love how it feels. It's so simple. It's so easy. The question we've gotten is, um, why didn't you do this sooner? And believe me, we hear your feedback all the time. The struggle with us is that uh, with our current team, what we're trying to do is we really want to provide the highest level of, of service and we stay focused on you. And as we come up with new programs, we put a lot of thought and effort into, is this really what our um, clients are asking for? Is it really what they want? Is it really what they need? And our stretch therapy program is uh, the next evolution of sports performance. And we're really excited to release this in 2024. I can't believe I'm saying that in 2024. So uh, if you're interested in any of those services, send us an email email teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. Uh, give us a call 619-397-1391 uh, or shoot us a text at that same number. Ultimately, we're here to help. Uh, inquire about it uh, within the clinic and uh, we're so excited to be able to help improve your health not just uh, you know your aches and pains, but really take your health and your fitness to the next level so you can enjoy that life, be the best version of yourself, live longer, <laughs> live a better life and reduce your risk of uh, regressing. And uh, our ultimate goal is really to uh, provide that platform for the best health and the wellness services that you can provide. So um, there you have it. If you guys have any interest in those, uh, reach out to the team and we'd be happy to be able to support you on this journey. I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, we'll see you in the clinic and uh, take care and enjoy your new year. Bye everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp 
at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.